You are listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, a Canadian guide to building dependable wealth. Join your hosts, Richard Canfield and Jason Lowe, as they unlock the secrets to creating financial peace of mind in an uncertain world. Discover the strategies and mindsets to a financial future that you can bank on. We've created a community for high-earning business professionals and entrepreneurs who want to learn how to make more passive income without Wall Street or Bay Street. Now, if that's you or someone you know, come and join us. Head over right now to wealthwithoutbaystreet.com forward slash community. Okay. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everybody on the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the, uh, um, in what other platforms would they be on? The Insta, which who's it's the Instagrammies, the, <laughs> the Instagrammies. Uh, we want to say happy Friday and a happy belated Canada day. Boy, the awards program, the award show, the Grammys would go a lot fam- faster if they were all Instagrammies. <laughs> Like, oh man, that was a that was a really really quick awards program, and the award goes to you and to you and to you, the Instagrammies. <laughs> Happy belated Canada Day! We want to um, we want to welcome you back to another edition of Wealth Without Bay Street. Now, again, we always go back to it is Friday for us. Now, it may not be Friday for you when yeah. you're actually listening to this episode. In, in fact, if you're listening on the podcast, it could be maybe two months after Canada Day. <laughs> In which case, we still hope you had a really good candidate. <laughs> yes. So today, you know, we're going to have a really good conversation about the importance of being life insured. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just takes on so many different, the, the conversation could go down so many different paths. But I think one of the things that is important for us all to to remind ourselves of is that that day is going to come when we're going to graduate where death will come and we don't know what anyone's best before date is but we do know that that day is going to come and they tell me that those labels are suggested anyway well best before dates (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just a suggestion just yeah it's just a thought but what's really interesting is and Rich, I think you would agree. It, the people that we meet with who they're investigating a process, okay? So we're not talking about the the life insurance as, as a tool, as a product, but people who are introduced to us and they're investigating this process of, of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept. Perhaps a listener on the podcast or yeah. referred by an existing client or they've they've come through, they've heard us on as a guest speaker on someone else's podcast or whatever that medium is. And, and they, they come up and they're, they're reaching out to us or booking appointments in our calendar for that reason. That's what they want to discuss. Yeah. But when that discussion comes up, you can't have that discussion appropriately. Number one, if we're licensed in the industry and we have to have, you know, be mindful and we're looking after trying to do the best thing for our client. Right. We have to, you know, be looking at their overall need and we have to try to make sure they're aware and understand what their needs for coverage are. Right. We need to make a recommendation about that. Right. Have a great discussion about it. And then we also need to, uh, you know, okay, well, here's your banking thing that you want to get done. Here's your objectives. Now, here's this wrapper of insurance around there that's going to help accomplish some of that. Do we need to tweak and augment that? Do we need to adjust the insurance to make sure the coverage is also makes sense? Right. All yes, and when you think of life insurance, one of the here's an analogy. You know, you might have heard this before. 
So there's a uh, there's a, a farmer, a hog farmer, okay, and he's delivering he's delivering these hogs to their final destination. None of whom are life insured <laughs> to the place the place where they make bacon, <laughs> and <laughs> and there is um, there's a really horrible accident, okay, and the truck the transport trailer is completely destroyed. Would that be the same thing that happened to the logging truck that Nelson used to talk to us about? Vaporized. Where they got vaporized by the, <laughs> by the space aliens. And like, zap, zap. So this, <laughs> this hog transport went horribly wrong. Yeah. That's a big problem. Okay. The, the, the truck is destroyed. The, the hogs unfortunately didn't survive the accident and neither did the farmer who was driving the truck. Right now, the truck was insured. Yep. Had to be. Precisely. The hogs were insured, but the most important asset on the farmer's balance sheet, the farmer, wasn't. Right. And all too often we see in, in our society, for whatever reason, that human life is the value of insuring, in this case, the farmer's life was completely de-emphasized right. and everything else was prioritized. And we take, we take a different position on that and we bring that to light. I'll give you a, another example. Can I share another quick example? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a client, uh, a uh, client who referred her daughter. Okay. And her daughter had recently given birth to their first child and her and her husband attended, met with me here at the office. Got it. And she said, you know, my mom suggested that it would be a good idea for us to be introduced. And we, we want to have a conversation about life insurance. So we hadn't even entered into the realm of the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept. Right. Which is, not as we already described, not the normal method that seems to yeah for us. So. Exactly, yeah. So I said, but hey, you know what? Of course, happy to help. And as a favor to your mom, I'd love to have a conversation with you. And so we're going through this discussion now. They they both showed up to the office in separate vehicles. Got it. And we we have this conversation. I, I establish a bit of a fact pattern. I'm getting clear on you know a need starts to emerge, and I said, well you know, preliminary, just based on what we talked about, I think we're going to need $1.2 million of life insurance. And these are the reasons why. And it was, um, the, the conversation was about term insurance, which for those listeners who aren't familiar with term insurance, you're renting an insurance benefit for a specified window of time. And so you're getting a lot of death benefit, which is an amount that is paid tax-free upon the death of the life insured. Right. And you, you can purchase a whole lot of death benefit for very little amount of money. For a period of time. And at the end of the time frame, the cost jumps up because you're now older. And closer and to closer your projected to death day. Eventual death. Yeah. And so she she said to me after you know we went through this process, she said, Well, you know, my mom is doing something a little bit different. And she's also talked about how she's able to save money and then she's able to accumulate money inside of her insurance policy. And then she said something that was pretty profound. 
she said, the death benefit really just doesn't matter to me. And so I thought to myself, okay, that's a very interesting statement to make. There's no existing life insurance in place. This is all about talking about why people need it, right? Right. So I expressed to her, I said, you know, I've considered the conversation that we've shared up to this point, and I, I hate to end meetings late, but sometimes they need to end early. I don't think I'm going to be well-suited to work with you, but it was a real pleasure. I'll have to thank your mom for thinking well enough of us to suggest that we be introduced. Well, she was taken aback. Uh, very surprised. Oh, yeah. Like, what? What are you talking about? You're an insurance individual that won't help me get insurance? And I said, it, we had some discussion. Yeah. And I said, well, let me express it to you this way. If you and your husband left this office, now you both showed up in separate vehicles. Now, he, you leave, he leaves. He is involved in a fatal accident. He's T-boned by a drunk driver at the intersection right outside the office. Who happened to be hauling hogs. It, right. <laughs> Same time. And I leaned in and I, and I asked, I said, if I was your attorney, would you prefer that I sue for nothing or for $1.2 million? And something clicked. She said, I understand. And you know, because we deal with so many families and it, I have a real All soft spot totally for, for families with young children. It's, it, it's just a soft spot. And we've seen it happen so many times. We hear about it all the time. There's oh. always a GoFundMe page somewhere. Right. You know, insurance is the original GoFundMe page. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's so unnecessary if proper planning is done. It's very, it's so, it's so easy to do. It's such an easy problem to solve with just a little bit of foresight, a little bit of commitment. That's it. Yeah. And so they're now wonderful, amazing clients. They're practicing the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept. They are properly life insured so that they can sleep easier at night, knowing that heaven forbid, if the unthinkable happened, yep. there's a big tax-free windfall that's going to show up when it's needed the most. That's the beauty among many of what we get to, to do, we get to guarantee dollars for pennies. Yeah. Dollars for pennies a piece. My goodness. So that, that's just one story that's so profound because if you're listening and watching and you're thinking to yourself, I really don't need life insurance. I think that before reaching that conclusion <laughs> with such limited information that there would be no downside to having a conversation with uh, any life license advisor, yeah, right? We, totally. With all due respect to our colleagues out there in the industry who do great work for their clients who focus on life insurance solutions. Which is the general most common kind of thread, I would say. Right. And speak to somebody who knows what they're doing and just have, just have that open conversation of, hey, you know what? I'm really thinking I don't need this, but maybe there's something I don't know. Well, here's, and here's, you know, take that a little bit further. So <clears throat> you're... Think about if you're listening to this, you're watching us on the Facebook Live or whatever it is, if you just think for one moment, how many times, think about the people that you know, extended family, friends, uh, and their extended families, you, you, you build relationships that are so tight and so powerful with people. And sooner or later, 
usually once a year, once every two years, someone in that extended network that's close to you or or by proxy, extremely close to someone who's close to you. Right. Someone that you know, you've had dinner with them, you were at a party with them, you've met them at an event, you know this person, and you find out that they've got, you know, whether it's maybe it's a cancer scare or there's there's something that's happened, a medical thing that's come up, or an, or a complete accident, as Jason identified. It's the, you know, the the truck with the hog guy in an accident. And that person, heaven forbid, is just no longer with us anymore. Yeah. Their, their times come a little bit early. We don't know when that's going to happen. It's impossible to determine. But what we find is we always end up seeing, well, geez, you know, they, they, they really had to struggle because they didn't have money coming in to pay the bills. I mean, they were emotionally distraught. It, you know, they had to clean up this whole big mess. They had to deal with the final tax return. They had to plan the the final, you know, the, the, the funeral arrangements, all those things that they're, they're heavily emotionally laden things. They happen in a very short period of time. Yep. It's a huge amount of chaos, a ton of pressure on any human being or group of human beings that are dealing with it. It's, yep. it's a, it, you can't get around that. The emotional impact is just, it's, it's palpable. It's profound. And so one thing that can come in and it can take the pressure off. It can ease that pressure dramatically. And we've seen that happen many times is when the insurance company shows up with a check and says, Hey, here's, you know, here's your $500,000. Here's your million dollars. You know, we can't replace the, the, your loved one, yeah. but we can at least solve some of the financial problems that come up because that loved one isn't here anymore. Absolutely. And we've had to deliver death benefit and we take that duty of care very seriously. Yeah. And we haven't had a single family yet say, we wish the check was for less than what you've showed up with. Right. It's money that shows up when it's needed the most. You share none of it with Revenue Canada. Mm -hmm. And the family can take the time to grieve, to, uh, you know, to take advantage of bereavement, counseling. All that stuff. Yeah. All of those. Often that's included as kind of a part of the benefit. Part of the benefit. Yeah. And, Another another piece there, Richard, is that think about this. Do you know someone or some people that you would die for? Yep. And do you know someone or some people that would die for you? I certainly think so. And we, if we were standing in front of a live audience and we asked the audience, show of hands, how many of you know someone personally, extended family, et cetera, colleagues who's been impacted by cancer. Yeah. Pretty much every hand, pretty much every hand in the room goes up. And so there's, you know, coverage for critical illness events like cancer, right? Super important to have that. It's not a benefit that's paid as a result of death. It's a benefit that's paid so that a person can take the time to recover and not have to stress about all things financial while they're trying to get well because they're often not working, they're not able to continue earning an income. Yeah, bills still need to be paid, etc. Now, the reason the reason that I'm diving into these things just a little bit is because you can you can attest to this. We get we'll, we'll get the question asked. Uh, it'll come out out of the blue from a client that we've had for for years, and they'll say something to the effect of, "Hey, I'm thinking about critical illness insurance. Is that something that you guys do?" <laughs> 
Like, so yeah, I remember we talked about that five years ago. And yeah, it seems to come up a couple of times a year, but yeah, we we do that still. We we sure do. And so in, in our in our business, you know, we provide all forms of living benefits yeah. and life insurance solutions, estate planning through the use of life insurance, wealth transfer through the use of life insurance, corporate estate transfers, uh, preferred retirement solutions, the process of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept, covering a loved one, especially if you have history of critical illness in your family. I dealt with a gentleman here recently. His mom uh, has survived colon cancer. Excellent. And he is uh, in his mid thirties and he had already applied for a life insurance contract, right. was approved. And then when I was introduced to his mom, I went back to him and said, we need to get critical. We got to get critical illness. And he's, you know, 36 years young thinking, Hey, I'm still in the immortal phase of my life. But he understood the rationale. He understood why. And, and he's a, br- a very bright, brilliant guy the insurance company puts a heavy weighting on um for the listeners on family history circumstances yeah and often certain you know certain types of cancers and and so forth you know they're considered in the hereditary or the the probability that they can can occur within the bloodline is is generally very high and so they have to assess that and they will assess a a living benefit type of plan like a critical illness right differently than they will a life insurance. Totally. It's a, it's actually, generally speaking, it's often easier to get life insurance than it is to get many of the other types of insurance that are out there. Well, when you have a one in three probability of experiencing a critical illness over the course of your lifetime, that's something that you may want to look into. Consider, yeah. Well, and, and so I want to talk again too about the, uh, you know, just going back to the death benefit because we started on the death benefit. And so I had a conversation recently with an individual and, you know, great conversation. But again, when we're talking about becoming your own banker, our focus is, and we'll even ask the question, Hey, what did you, what do you think about more about today, Jason cash or death benefit (laughs) cash cash. And that's the same response we get from everyone. And so our focus is on that, but we can get over focused on it. Right. And, and then, and, and there's, there's some reasons around that because first off, a lot of people just aren't comfortable with the topic of conversation around death benefit and, and, and death, et cetera. So, it, well, yeah, it can be a little uncomfortable for some people. It talks, you're talking about your own mortality, right? Well, it's because of that psychological reason. I think it's, uh, it's something that just isn't discussed enough. And our brain kind of puts up a, like an immediate roadblock when the conversation goes that direction. Mm. Right? That, that's my belief. And I could be wrong there. And maybe there's a psychologist listening. You can chime in on us. But ultimately, they had the question. It's like, okay, well, I, you know, I'm really focused on this cash and accumulating this cash, and I don't really care about the death benefit. We hear that. Oh, I don't really care about the death benefit. Like, okay, well, you don't have to care about it, but the reality is, it, it's there. And in fact, by the virtue of getting Nelson's process of becoming your own banker instituted in your life, we're going to continually increase the death benefit. But it actually goes further than that because the death benefit is when we design these programs. It's actually the thing that that creates the biggest impact in the policy because the cash value is always chasing after the death benefit. Well, it must contractually. It has to. Yeah. And so when you actually understand the fundamentals of how we build the, the, the plan, well, when we incorporate the, 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 the overfunding of a policy, what that does is it actually buys sing, like a single premium life policy. It buys this in, increasing chunk of death benefit. And because we've now locked that in place, the cash value has to jump towards it. It has to leapfrog towards it. 
and it's constantly chasing. It's this epic lifelong game of follow the leader. Well, it's daily. And the cash is always chasing after the death benefit. So the reality is, even though we're doing this for the purpose of creating utilization of cash, it's actually the death benefit that's the that's the thing that drives the cash's movement forward. Yeah, that's a very good point. So in essence, the death benefit <clears throat> is actually the most important part. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a very good point. You know, Bob uh, Shields, God rest his soul, he said something so remarkable a few years ago. He said, I wish everyone could die once just for a week and see problems that they've left behind. Right. I remember that. And that's a powerful statement. Such a powerful statement. And so for, for all of our listeners, we would absolutely encourage you make sure that you're properly life insured. Now, proper means different things to different people. That's why it's important to sit down, talk to an expert who can assess your financial situation and help you put together the proper coverage that you need for, for your family so that your family has a right to go on living. And so many people are unfamiliar with in our country, we have something called the deemed disposition rule. Mm-hmm. Now, talk to Uncle Google and look that up. But basically, the essence of it is, old Uncle Google. is that uh, you're deemed to have disposed of all of your capital property at fair market value at the moment of your death. Now, the sale of all your capital property obviously didn't occur at the moment of your death, but the disposition has to be taken into account when somebody's looking at your final tax return and preparing and valuing your estate and going through that whole process. Tax-free windfall of money comes in really handy when there are problems with price tags on them that are attached to your final tax return. The money has to come from somewhere to pay that bill. And Revenue Canada accepts no substitute for cash. They're not going to take shingles or doors or business equipment or rental property or... So for all the business owners listening, you've spent your whole lifetime converting money into property, into technology, into human resources. The only way to turn that stuff back into money is liquidation which usually means you're selling everything off at a discount. So everything you spend a lifetime building basically gets you know decimated the day that you walk off planet Earth. Like, because, and that, and that doesn't, doesn't just happen. It's completely business. avoidable. It's avoidable. And you know, for, you know, we have real estate investors listening and they say that they say they see the estate sales. And well, usually that's the, you know, people are sniffing out for the deal. Right. Oh, that must be a, must be a deal to be had there. Right. Well, the reason those are deals is because, someone's emotionally distraught and they're, they're trying to get rid of this thing that they don't need, whether it's a, a, a piece of property or whatever. And they end up selling it off at a discount than what they actually could have got for it. Had they had money in hand to yeah. be able to move through that, you know, that emotional phase properly. Um, and, and, and they weren't in a position where they had to get rid of it right away and liquidate to raise the funds necessary to solve all those problems. Life insurance is a wonderful tool. Um, not only for the living benefit, but for the death benefit as well. And, you know, um, it's, it's an important subject and and I'm glad that we were able to chat and talk a little bit about it. I mean, we can really go in depth on, on these topics and, and we will in future episodes, but let's take a moment and do the pregnant pause, uh, that, okay, let's do that right now. (laughs) Okay. That's the pregnant pause. And now let's do. The big sell. 
The big sell, sell, sell. We still have to do that. Audio, I know the I know. audio thing. The big sell, we say it sell, every Friday. sell, we haven't, sell. We haven't got around to it. If you haven't already, we would wholeheartedly encourage you to get your hands on a copy of our Nelson Nash's best-selling book. Sold over four hundred thousand copies for a reason. Which is crazy for a self-published book. Unbelievable, massive feat. Get your hands on a copy of that book. You'd be glad you did. Happy. Friday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. And we appreciate you listening and uh, we appreciate um, you being, you know, being on the Facebook page and being on the YouTube channel and stuff. And uh, thanks so much. And hopefully you got value out of this topic and the many more to come. Have yourself an incredible rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, where your wealth matters. Be sure to check out our social media channels for more great content. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and be sure to rate the show. We definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you care about. Join us on the next episode where we continue to uncover the financial tools, strategies, and the mindsets that maximize your wealth.